This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Cardinal fans. I'm Ozzie Smith. Corks one into right down the line. It may go. And you're listening to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Here's your host, Brent McMillan. The soundtrack of the summer of 1998, it's Guns N' Roses with Welcome to the Jungle. And with that, we say welcome to the Cardinal Insider Podcast. My name is Brett McMillan. It's our 4th of July episode, and that's fitting because we're talking about a man who provided a lot of fireworks. Mark McGuire hit 220 home runs during parts of five seasons in St. Louis. And on August 26th, He's going into the Cardinal Hall of Fame alongside Tim McCarver and Pepper Martin. Voted in by the fans, and he made a lot of fans during that home run chase in 98. McGuire winning the race to break the single-season home run record total, which was set by Roger Maris. In a little bit, Big Mac's teammate Tom Pagnazzi will give an inside perspective on that summer, and will also recall a less-remembered historic moment during Big Mac's career, which came from the 2000 season. But let's start today's show by breaking into the Cardinal Audio Vault and hearing some of the great calls from that chase in 98. We begin on September 5th with McGuire sitting on 59 homers, one shy of tying Babe Ruth's single season high. Mike Shannon and Jack Buck tell you the rest on the Cardinal Radio Network. This gentleman has caused a stir of commotion. Just a little stir compared to what it will be when he gets to... 60 and 61. You'll see a commotion. Now it's a stir. <laughs> He's looking for 60. Has 59 home runs. One on, one out. First inning, no score. And here we are on the 5th of September of 1998. Will this be the day that he catches Babe Ruth? Or goes past Babe Ruth? Here's the pitch to McGuire. Swing it. There it goes. This is it. It is a home run. Wake up, Babe Ruth. There's company coming. It's Mark McGuire with number 60, and they're going berserk here at Bush Stadium. September 5th, 1998, number 60 for McGuire. He couldn't have hit it higher. Home run number 60, equaling Babe Ruth. A historic moment here at Bush Stadium, and we might have Two nights hit. later on September 7th, Chicago in town and Roger Maris' record 61 single-season home runs was still unmatched. That is, until Mark McGuire came up in the home half of the first. Again, Jack Buck on the call. Everybody on their feet. McGuire's hit 60, the same number as Babe Ruth's highest total in a single season. Now he's shooting for 61, trying to tie Roger Maris. He, you should have seen him in batting practice, folks. First 10 swings, they won home run distance. Two of them were foul, but eight of them would have been legitimate home runs. It's Morgan to McGuire. 
Outfielders around playing in the pull and playing him deep. Here's a pitch. Swing and a miss on a slider low and away. McGuire didn't do it yesterday. He had a home run the night before. Strike one to count from Morgan. Here comes another. Up high for a ball, and Scott Service had to reach high for it. The Seals is lined out. Jordan is flied out. Two out bases empty for Mark McGuire. Mike Morgan is the pitcher. Here it comes to McGuire. Swing! Look at there! Look at there! Look at there! McGuire's number 61. McGuire's flight 61 headed for Planet Maris. Home run McGuire. 61. History. Bedlam. What a moment. Shaking hands with the third baseman of the Cubs. Pardon me while I stand up and applaud. McGuire didn't make everyone wait much longer for the record-breaking number 62. The very next day, he made Cub pitcher Steve Traxel the answer to a trivia question as Joe Buck paints the picture on Fox TV. We would like to welcome those of you who have been watching the Houston Astros and the Cincinnati Reds on our FX cable channel as Matt McGuire looks on, wondering if this is the at-bat. Tuesday, September 8th, that Mark McGuire moves one place in front of Roger Maris. Catching his breath, McGuire grabbing the mic to address the crowd. All my family, everybody, my son, Chicago Cubs, Sammy Sosa, unbelievable. Class. Thank you, St. Louis. By September 27th of that year, Big Mac had blasted his way to 68. Montreal at Bush Stadium, and McGuire hit 69 in the third inning. Then he came up to bat again in the seventh. Once again, it's Joe Buck on Fox Television. First and third, two out. In the field, number 70. How much more can you give us, Big Mac? Number 70. McGuire ended with 70 and 98, and that stood as the single-season home run record until Barry Bonds hit 73 in 2001. Still, McGuire putting on one of the most impressive power displays in baseball history while in St. Louis. He came over from Oakland in 1997 and retired as a Cardinal in 2001. Never hit less than 24 during any period while wearing the Cardinal uniform. In fact, that season where he did hit 24 was in 1997. Traded over from Oakland, as I said, played just 51 games as a Redbird, and yet was able to hit those 24 home runs. On the season in 97, if you combine Oakland and St. Louis, he had 58 round trippers. Overall, he hit 220 homers in 545 St. Louis games. 
the crowning jewel, no doubt, that 98 season. Catcher Tom Pagnazzi played alongside McGuire in 98, and earlier this year I got to sit down and talk with him about what it was like to witness all of that history firsthand. And that's what spawned my first question. At what point did Pagnazzi realize that Mark McGuire was showing him baseball history? 98 was a, a tremendous year. We were picked to win the division, and we weren't very good. We had a lot of injuries right out of the gate. We, we, we just didn't play good baseball. And, uh, uh, you know, he kind of saved our year because, you know, it's no fun coming to the park when you're not playing well. Um, but it was fun coming to watch him. Uh, I, you know, I, I told a story earlier today. Uh, you know, when we first got McGuire in, in 97, uh, the very first day, you know, pitchers and catchers, when his group hit, we were inside going over reports. Well, David Bell came in and said, geez, did you see that display? And I'm like, what? And he's telling me. So the next day, you know, same thing. So then I went to Dave McKay, our pitching coach, said, hey, you know, I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to sit and watch this, you know. So we changed our pitching catching time to after um, so that we could watch him every day. Um, you know, in, in Old Bush, I, I think I probably saw maybe a dozen balls in the upper deck that whole time. Mark could hit 12 a day up there. I mean, it was unbelievable. Uh, his, his shots were, were not only high but long. I mean, it was, it was impressive. Now, granted, there are a lot of layers to Mark McGuire's legacy, both within the grand scheme of baseball and here in St. Louis. But Pagnazzi was with the man practically every day for seven months of the year. So I asked him, is there anything that fans needed to know that maybe they wouldn't know about Big Mac from just watching him on TV or attending a couple of games? He was a hard worker. He, he, he studied the game. He was a student of the game. Uh, he did a lot of things, um, you know, with hard work. McGuire hit at least 50 home runs four different times in his career, also got close with 49 in 1987 as well. Those numbers led me to a question about what Pagnazzi noticed with McGuire as far as hitting approach was concerned. Now, everybody has their routine, and, and he had a routine, you know, um, you know, that, that you know, he's visualizing, uh, you know, the pitcher. We all had that type of routine. He would had what he had what some other guys didn't have. He had strength and talent, you know. I mean, a guy like me, I was just looking to hit 250. You know, he had uh, tremendous power, and, and and he was a good hitter to begin with. Mark McGuire will no doubt always be known best for what he did during that 1998 season, but he had some other great moments during his career too. One of those came on May the 18th, 2000. The Cardinals were in Philadelphia, and Mark McGuire put up a season-high and career-high seven RBIs in a single game. Afterwards, he joined Mike Shannon to talk about it. Well, Mark McGuire, congratulations. A career-high seven RBIs for you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, Mickey Mordina asked me, um, I think the fourth inning, he was at first base, says, how many, how many RBIs have you ever had in a game? I said, six. Says, well, good luck tonight. <laughs> the uh, first one you had to reach down, pretty good pitch. You got that one. The second one looked like it was a fastball. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't had much success against him, you know, and, um, you know, I, I know I see the best. And we were talking in the gym the other day here in Philly, and, uh, you know, and, and, and I expect it. When, when he throws like 93, 94 to other guys, I see the 97, 98, and I expect it. Problem is, is I haven't had success because his ball moves so much. You know, it's, it, it, you think you're on it, and then it's then you foul it back or you swing through it. And he's just been so tough on me. But I got a couple pitches tonight to hit and hammer down. Got a couple home runs. Yeah, four hits off of him, and uh, all four are home runs. 
Then you go up there and you get the third, and that's the fifth time in your career that you've hit three home runs in a game. Yeah, you know, and you think about it, and it's just it's getting tougher and tougher every year. You know, as soon as I hit a home run, first couple innings of the game, you know, it's going to be very rare for me to see pitches to hit and drive. And um, you know, I'm just happy. Some, you know, tonight I got some balls to, to drive, and I hit them. You know, last night I got some pitches to hit, and I swung right through them. You know, that's the great thing about being a everyday player. You got every day to prove yourself. And last night I didn't do too well, and tonight I did. And you still have the patience to take those walks when they give them to you. That's that's a difficult. You know, I've always been taught that ever since Rod back at USC. You know, he's always says a walk's as good as a hit, and uh, that's the way I look at it. So, um, base percentage is probably more important than uh, uh, than batting average. Well, you got him looking through the record books uh, tonight. Maybe the first time in the history of this ballpark that. Uh, a guy has hit three home runs in, in the vet twice, and when you consider Mike Schmidt playing his entire career here, that's a big feather in your cap. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, and Mike's the next guy ahead of me, I think, to get to, you know, <laughs> so, you know, and uh, I got to, to know him, and it's just, I mean, it's just, I just love playing this game, and, and I love coming out here every day and, and putting it in between the lines and do my best and wherever it may fall. A great night for you. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Mark McGuire goes into the Cardinal Hall of Fame on Saturday, August 26th. The induction ceremony will be held at Fox Sports Midwest Live in Ballpark Village here in downtown St. Louis. He'll head in with Tim McCarver, who you're going to hear from in a future episode of the podcast. And we've already talked to Pepper Martin's daughter. He played with abandonment. He played with such abandonment and recklessness and put his body in harm's to make the play, whatever it took to get an out or a hit or get safe on that base, he'd do it. You can check out that episode on iTunes or Podbean. Just search St. Louis Cardinals Podcast to bring it up. Recent episodes are also available at cardinals.com slash podcast as well. We'd love for you to listen, rate, review, and subscribe through any of those channels. That's it for today's show. Thanks to Tom Pagnazzi for his time. And we have a new episode out every Tuesday. Until then, I'm Brett McMillan. Thanks for listening to the Cardinals Insider Podcast.